Hello, welcome to Shaken Not Stirred. We're here today to talk about what is, in my opinion, the worst James Bond film ever made. I would argue maybe one of the worst films ever made. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I mistakenly called it the worst film ever made earlier tonight. And Alison asked me, is it, is it really the worst film ever made? And it's not the worst film ever made. <laughs> but it's a really goddamn awful film. It is pretty bad. I have notes, by the way, everybody. I don't. I couldn't bring myself to even enter into that. I got a pen out and everything. I found out I can't write anymore. It's it's a, I can't write anymore. Well, why do it I write 100, anything? I, yeah. 126, 126 minutes of pure, unadulterated nonsense. Yeah, utter garbage from beginning to end. But With, commercially, a huge success. Absolutely. And some impressive special effects in it and all kinds of shit garbled together in no particular order or with any thought in any way at all ever well, uh shells just informed me that it was uh two thumbs down from her good that's a good rating she's a sensible lady <laughs> good rating good rating he says yeah it's what it deserves uh, budget of 34 million dollars and box office take of 210.3 million dollars it's a lot of money. I've bought it, it several times. <laughs> I think I have as well. Only as part of a set, though. I don't think I've ever individually purchased it. I did. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I was I was building a set, so it's it's kind of forgivable in that sense, but yeah, I do I own suppose. it officially on Blu-ray and DVD. You could have just, like, found the cover and printed it out. and Yeah, but I'd know. I'd yeah, know. Yeah, but no one else would. You'd never watch You wouldn't know. You'd forget because you'd never watch it. You tell me not to paint the control panels of my model planes, wouldn't you? Just because no one can see them. <laughs> I would know. I would know. Do you want to get started with this? Uh, we can start up, right. our, sync up our viewings of the film as we uh, right. watch it. I've just hit play. All right. I've just hit play. We never yeah. all that synced up. And it's we no. fall into dangerous commentary area. I'm assuming, given our pre-recording setup problems you're not hearing moonraker because i'm uh, only because i'm playing it well you, you're not hearing it through <laughs> skype no is no. the thing so i have time codes for a lot of my notes which is sort of um there's many of them <laughs> many of them i still hate this this bit with roger moore at the beginning the way he has to cast clasp his hand when he fires the gun through the barrel. I still think he looks like he's about to fall over. <laughs> yeah. When he does yeah. the spin. He's not He's not as light on his feet as Sean Connery was. Now, now, hey, love this opening bit. This is the most horrendous opening bit ever. Right. So this starts with the Moonraker, which is basically a space shuttle. Yeah, Moonraker is um, a space shuttle. And, and apparently we find out later on there's dozens of these things in the world. Yeah. There's, there's, you can't move for Moonraker space shuttles now. And it's being transported on a big 747, whatever. From NASA. From NASA. Flown by the RAF. Yeah, because that happens once mm. every never. Right. <laughs> we then cut to the internal of the space shuttle. Why are those two guys hiding in cupboards? Who else is on the space shuttle? Who are they hiding they, from? They look like beds, though. So that looks like, you know, that's where the astronauts potentially why, would sleep. Why are they there hiding mm -hmm. like that? 
That that's fucking stupid. Wouldn't you? Have, I understand you've got to hide so that they don't make the shuttle leave if there's someone blatantly on board. But once you're done, come out of your little box. Next, they're both wearing matching brown leather jackets. Is that part <laughs> of their uniform or what? Right. It's the it's the international sign for bad guy. It is the brown leather jacket. Now they they've tro- chosen to transport this spatial fully fueled up. Yep. What what no. You don't just get, yep, it's full of rocket fuel. No, 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 in every way, no. 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 There, there is no way that when tra- when NASA transport a space shuttle to anywhere other than space, is it full of rocket fuel. So that they fly the space shuttle off the back of this 747, blowing it up. Point, another point. Space shuttles aren't planes. You can't fly them. Right. They fall. Spaceships fall. A controlled descent. Well, it's not even a controlled set. Does it? Uh, astronauts describe it as flying a brick, don't they? Yes, they do. You might want to a pause your playback because I've got a lot right. more to come before we move off these <laughs> these few shots. So they fly this thing off and destroy the thing. The plane itself. The plane has a warning light inside the thing that's clearly been bolted on that is like a, a warning saying the plane's gonna the space shuttle's gonna fly off your dead mate that because what can they do they can they get this warning hey the space shuttle's gonna fly off there's no button that says stop the space shuttle flying off it's gone you're dead it's basically a warning light they've installed to say you've got three seconds to live what <sighs> And the premise is, is that we're borrowing it. That's why the RAF have it, by the way. On a NASA aircraft. We're, we're just borrowing it. Yeah. I, I don't know for what the British would be just simply <laughs> borrowing a space shuttle for. Well, you know, for popping down the intergalactic shop. That's the best answer you can come up with. That's, <laughs> that's all pointless. Let's move. So they fly off. In their space shuttle plane, fully fueled up, having hidden in cupboards for God knows how long. To be fair, we don't see it fly. We see it... Fly off. Yeah, we see it accelerate off the top of the jumbo jet without hitting it. Yes. The whole thing just pisses me off. It's it's all wrong. Now Now we cut to James Bond, and he's with a lady... Of course. Of course he is, because Roger Moore's always with a lady, even though he's looking quite old now. Yeah, there's no way she'd have gone for that whatsoever. Now, I have questions here. Uh, Clearly, the the bad guy, who is just a bad guy, we don't know. This is the end of his previous mission. We we don't know what's going on here. (laughs) He's such an awesome bad guy. Isn't he? (laughs) With that tash and those aviator sunglasses. It's spectacular, and I love his little condom hat and everything. It's great. <laughs> and the fact that just shooting a dial means the plane is well. inoperable. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fight now. I've, that, that readout's gone. So, well, um, is the, I think it's just the altimeter, isn't it? Yeah, it looks shoots. like that. Well, here's my question. Why didn't he just shoot James Bond? <laughs> As long as he's just shooting something, why did they have to come up in the plane and have the, the woman pretend to get off with him for a bit and then pull a gun on him? I've got to say, though, 
like all of this is is valid material for you to complain about. But what an awesome stunt this is about to come. I cannot argue with that. That's absolutely fine. But before that awesome stunt comes, we're going to learn that Jaws is on the aircraft. <laughs> why has, Hide, Hiding somewhere. Why, why has he not killed James Bond already? Isn't why he? was not the first thing he did when they took off was walk out of the toilet at the back because that's blatantly the only place to hide and I, just snap his little Roger Moore neck? This, I'd like to also ask... Why the stuntman's wig is falling off? I when think he jumps out <laughs> when he jumps out of the aircraft. Well, you try keeping a wig on and, and falling also, out of a plane. And also, why show a close-up of the stuntman is jumping out of the plane instead of Roger Moore? I don't know. It's all bad. If you look at three three forty-two, yeah, and just frame through it, it's not James. Yeah, it's. It's all it's, stuntman. It's obviously not Roger Moore. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. But awesome stunt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Catch one guy, take his parachute off him, which he couldn't have done if he just shot him in the head when they took off. You don't even need to take off. Just get him in the plane and shoot him in the head. This film has the biggest collection of just shoot him in the head moments. Yeah. I nearly, I only remembered to start <laughs> counting them halfway through and I wasn't going to subject myself to the first half of the movie again to count no. them, but I, just, I do, I do uh, love how the stuntman grabs the other stunt guy and is smelling his bum for a good minute whilst they're tussling <laughs> in the air. Oh, there he is. Yes. He's, he's, that's how you do it. That's how you do these things. So, and then Joe's, of course, what what happens? So he gets the parachute off the bad guy, who we assume just he flies off and dies. Yeah, now. why not? Because um, no one shot him in the head. He's going to have a little rock with Jaws, who will his parachute won't open, but he'll be fine. Yeah, of course he will. Because that that's how Jaws works. He he's just fine. All the I hate this film so much, Nick. So fucking much. It's it's awful. <laughs> Just to fill in a bit of time while I approach the opening credits, I've been reading the book. It's completely different. Oh, in every in every imaginable way. Mm. The the only thing they took from the book was the 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 name, the name, and the bad guy's name. Yeah. And other than that, it's a completely different film in every possible way. It's a much better story. It is, and also, uh, just whilst the opening credits are playing. Someone said to you, what's the theme tune to Moonraker? Oh, it is Moonraker. Yeah. Would you be able to hum it even? Like every other Bond, Every other Bond film, you, you pretty much know. But Moonraker, would you know the words? Yes, I do. You're asking the wrong person. Mm. That's the problem. I just pity the songwriter who was given the brief of, we want you to write a song with the word Moonraker in it. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Right. What rhymes with Moonraker? <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Some uh, Master Baker. <laughs> um, oh, uh, uh, something faker. Uh, potato. 
Um, <laughs> it's yeah, amazing poor, there's a song poor, at poor. all. <laughs> you know, there's somewhere I've always been, you know, quite impressed. Like the Spy Who Loved Me, you got that into a title, yeah. into a song. Well done there. Well done there. Dr. No didn't bother with that one. Nor did they bother with Octopussy either. No. But all the others, they managed to, to get them in. Madonna did it too much. Let's <laughs> die another day. Yeah. Didn't like that one. I thought that was the worst of all the theme tunes until the uh, Jack White Alicia Keys one came out. And then that one. Did they get Quantum of Solace? They did. And again, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't put that in the lyrics. Come on, <laughs> Tina Turner got Goldeneye in there. That was an awesome one. It was. I like that one. It was. It was good. A lot of it due to the fact that it's Tina Turner and she's just a legend anyway. Oh. <laughs> she was sending me messages say, of rhyming stuff <laughs> <laughs> with Moonraker. I still like Master Baker. That's, that's a good one. I've skipped forward. I have a note here at 11 minutes. Uh, this is when, just in your opening scene of, of M giving him his briefing and cues there and everything like that. Where they're like, we've had this space shuttle stolen, probably can't just send the police or anything. We have to, you know, because it's from NASA. So they send James Bond to go and investigate and, and give him a bit of background. Um, again, the book is much more interesting Yeah. at this point. Have you read it? What's your, do you have? Oh, I haven't read it for a long time. All right, but you have, you have consumed it. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. I've, I've probably, well, over ten years ago, probably was the last time I read it. But yeah, it was, it was uh, much better. It's about missile, wasn't it? Yeah, the Moonraker's a missile. I it's, actually, I'm, I'm on chapter like uh, it's fifteen or sixteen, and it's not mm. really still got to the point of what's happening in the story. We know there's a missile being fired and tested and that sort of thing, but you know, I don't know what the overarching plan is yet. But, yeah, completely different. Anyway, 11 minutes, he gets this dart gun <laughs> with darts that have poison that are lethal within 30 seconds. What was wrong with those bullets he otherwise had, which are fairly instantaneously lethal? Well, what, why no, the noise restraints. Silencer on gun. We know he's got silencers for guns. There's mm. no need. This is a perfectly superfluous piece of stuff. But it's it you know it's it's hidden weaponry, isn't it? I suppose it's kind of secret agency to have a dark gun watch thing. I can forgive him that, but at least it's not flying a space shuttle. <laughs> you know, then things for me really start to take a stupid turn, and this is where you see that. They didn't put enough thought into the writing of this story whatsoever. How so, Rich? Do well, tell me. I will tell you this. I have notes. Um, at 14 minutes, where are we? I've just written, he's so rude. That's not <laughs> much of a note. I'm going to skip to 14 minutes and just see what happens. Oh, yeah, Drax is playing the piano, and he does the classic bad guy, I will continue playing the piano, even though I know someone's entered the room. Mm. And uh, Well, you say play the piano. Right? Is he not? <laughs> you just watched that scene again. I'm watching. I it see now. him strike one key on the piano. 
It's not quite that bad, but he's not. He's clearly no, not re- making really the noise is. that we're hearing. No, no, it really is that bad. Unless he's sticking to only the black notes. <laughs> he's clearly so he's doing not. some sort of pentatonic medley. He's clearly not a pianist. Clearly not. And I love that he's got two fishies with him. Just random women. Hello, these are two random attractive women. They have Yeah, lunch yeah with and me. they've got titles. That, I find it very odd that he's trying to be sort of the British gentry throughout the entire film. Yes, that is very odd. He's just a very odd character that they wrote. Now, we have to remember, at this point, James Bond suspects him of nothing. Mm. All we know is that the Moonraker space shuttle has been stolen and that it belonged to this dude. He's the victim. This dude built it. It didn't belong to him. He built it for the government, the US government. Right, okay. So it's... He is the last suspect in the world. Mm. He has Bond is just there for dinner, but he acts so suspiciously from the get go, <laughs> especially with these dogs. What the fuck is it with the dogs? <laughs> Who has a tureen full of raw meat? Rich just next people. to their piano. Rich people. That's that's what it is. That's that's what you get for having money. You get some cold meats. Always <laughs> hand. I would have that. That that sounds like a good idea. You'd always see me with a ham sandwich. Right, his his right hand man. Yeah, has borrowed that outfit from a previous James Bond film, hasn't he? I'm quite willing to bet that's from the set of uh, You Only Live Twice. Yeah. Well, the, it's definitely from the same wardrobe department. It probably was in You Only Live Twice. Let's be perfectly honest. That's that's not beyond the realms of possibility. And look at those high-speed dogs eating the meat as well. <laughs> Her dress is awfully low-cut as well, but we'll we'll get back to that. I'm. This is where things, like I say, get stupid. Because now James Bond's going to go on a tour of death. A tour of death. Because continuing... Drax's theme of just being a sinister motherfucker for no reason. He's now going to do the kill him kind of thing as Bond leaves the room. Why? Bond suspects him of nothing. He could have just been. He, he says, really does he say nice. something like, see that some harm comes to him? It's one of those, isn't it? It's. Why? You were going to be nice to him. He would have fuck off and never bothered you again. But no. As soon as you try and kill him, if you're trying to if you're trying to s- secretly steal a a space shuttle, maybe don't kill the guy from the government who you stole it from. Exactly, when he comes to say hi. Like if you've been burgled and the police come round to your house, you don't smash in the police, dear, because <laughs> that's that's essentially what's happening here. Yeah. Now, for me, he's meeting the most ludicrous character of the entire thing dr goodhead <laughs> what were they smoking that night <laughs> what were they smoking that night that hmm, is, a woman it's it's like they purposefully set out to make a joke james bond film yeah i i, I have no explanation for this they called her dr goodhead it's, it's just so shit. Yeah. There's just no defense for that. 
They could have called her any name on the planet, and they went with Goodhead. <laughs>